Introverted with Michelle Carey podcast, where everything is seen through the lens of an introvert. I am Michelle, your host. And today, just like any day, we're going to love and laugh just a little bit more. This is episode five, How I Overcame Procrastination. So let's get into today's podcast. Um, I know procrastination, this may not seem like a hot and sexy sexy topic, but uh, we all suffer from it and in some form or fashion. So we make up these reasons about why we shouldn't be doing something at that moment in time. And we put it off and we put it off and we put it off until we can't put it off any longer. I know I have a tendency to put off things I really don't want to deal with. I try to really wait to the last minute. And then sometimes somewhere deep within myself, I do. I get the balls to conquer it and feel really great. And it's not as bad as I think it is. Excuse me. So the first thing um, I recognize is how well I'm managing my time. So I look at my time management skills and... um, Over time, I have gotten better with this because I have acquired a fond appreciation for time. In episode four of this podcast, I discussed uh, what time means to me and how I think about it. Um, So in order to get over my procrastination problem was I had to first determine how I had what kind of relationship I had with time that was important to me. How did I use my time? Did I have a bad relationship with it? Um, Do I get to places on time? Uh, Do I take my time for granted? Do I take other people's time for granted? Um, Do I waste my time on BS and doing shit that uh, just wasn't meaningful? So I had to really think about those things. And so you have to ask yourself, Do you get to places on time? Do you have a bad relationship with it? Do you waste your time on BS or do you make the most of it by dedicating it to something meaningful? So once you really figured that out, um, now you're in the process of freeing yourself. There's a weight that's kind of like lifted off of you and you're freeing yourself from the monotony of doing things that you think that other think, other people think that you should be doing. Now you're making mindful decisions on how you're going to choose to spend your time uh, the best way possible that's going to make you internally happy. You own it and you can also lose it. So in that, the next step is that you take accountability for your actions in terms of how you treat your time. I make a to-do list every day, and I look at this list, and I don't stress myself out over it. I put my best foot forward to complete the list, but I don't overdo the list that in the end, I feel like that it's not, you know, I'm not going to be able to completing it, setting myself up. So you don't want to put too much on yourself that by the end of the day, When you go to check off the things that you've completed that you didn't meet your full goal, Um, that's setting yourself up to failure. You know, you don't want to jump out there trying to do the most when you're at the point that you can only do a little. 
you have to accept where you are. And things will grow and build over time. Because the last thing you want to do, the last thing you want is to give yourself a hard time, you know, setting yourself back with trying to break through your procrastination. You know, I realize that we're not perfect. We live in a world that shows us perfect things, but we're not perfect. And I used to give myself a hard time for not always being accountable to myself. Um, Especially when I was accountable to places like my job. Because I know like having a job is a very important thing in this society. And if you don't have a job, then, you know, you're determined to be a deadbeat. But not everything comes in job form. And you have to give the same type of dedication that you give to your employment you have to give it to yourself and you have to just like you try to keep things at your job accountable and you're responsible. You have to do the same things for the things that you want for yourself. They don't have anything to do with your job. I know we give a lot of weight to our jobs, even the bad ones, but you have to start treating your purpose and the things that you want to do that you're not getting paid for. You have to deem them just as important as they are your job. You know, even if you have to pay yourself, it may not be cash or any type of money, but it could be a small token um, that you promise yourself that, you know, you're not going to procrastinate anymore. You're going to jump on it. You're going to go do it. And for this, your reward is X, Y, Z. Because in the end, if you don't think you're worth it, how do you think other people think you're worth it? You have to believe in yourself. You have to give yourself that push. Otherwise, you'll just continue on this perpetual cycle of procrastination, thinking that you're not good enough to conquer the things that you just keep putting off. And, you know, some of this stuff is big stuff and some of it is little stuff. Big stuff like, oh, you want to start your own business and paper making. But people have told you, oh, who uses paper anymore? You know, we're all on computers now. Yeah, you got to print, though. So it could be, you know, something is that where you have naysayers in your ear about your purpose and the things that you want to do. But you would never, you know, you keep putting it off because, you, you know, you just don't think that you're good enough for it or, you know, you see other people living your dream and you think it's not enough out there for for you to go get a slice of that pie or you think things, the market is saturated with stuff, but maybe your flair is different. Maybe it's, it may be the same thing, but the way that you bring it is something different. It's on your own personal flair. So I have some tips that help me um, get through my day, get through my goals to add up to um, long-term achievements. So, yes, I do make a list every day with reminders and sometimes alerts on um, some of the tasks. And then I complete the hardest task first, the one that's going to take me um, some time, the most time, or it's the one that I'm dreading the most. I leave the easy stuff for last. Because um, you can do all the easy stuff and then procrastination kicks in for that hardest one and then you don't want to do it and you're looking at it like eh, maybe tomorrow and there it is 
And then I also break up some of my larger things into smaller things. And sometimes those things do occur over, you know, the course of a day or two, just depending on the attention span. And you have to be real with yourself. You know, you have to really decide where you are because this is your relationship with time. This is your relationship with the procrastination. This is nothing to do with other people. This is about you. So, you know, how are you going to execute, you know, your action to what it is that you're trying to get done? And then I also use an app called Tide and Tide is a Pomodoro and Pomodoro is spelled P. O-M-O-D-O-R-O. And the Pomodoro technique is a time management method. And the technique uses a timer to break down work intervals or task intervals or whatever it is you're trying to get done. And it's traditionally done in about 25 minutes or less and you separate it in short breaks. Now, you know, you can set it for 15 minutes or however long. But you got to get started, right? So even if you dedicate five minutes, you know, five minutes sometimes for something seems like a long time. And other things, five minutes can seem like a very short time. But if you just start with maybe five minutes, you know, you can achieve in five. If you just do five minutes, five minutes will grow to six, grow to seven. Because once you get started, you'll look up and 25 minutes will have passed by and you're like, wow. You know, look what I've done in this time. So the six steps of the Pomodoro technique is you need first you need to decide on the task that needs to be done, of course. And then you set your timer um, traditionally to 25 minutes. But if you want to do more or less, depending on what your span is, what your attention span is, what you think that you can accomplish in that amount of time. I don't want anybody jumping out there saying I did 25 minutes and that was just too much. And that no, it's about what's most comfortable for you. So you work on this task or whatever it is that you're doing for the amount of time allotted until the timer rings. And then after the timer rings, what you do is you put a check on a piece of paper or your to-do list or wherever you have that task um, typed out, written out, or whatever. And if you have fewer than four check marks, then you take a short break for about three to five minutes. Don't go off trying to be taking no 10, 20 minute breaks. That's not what this is about. This is just to get your mind reset and to start it again. You know, because once you get past that five, that 10 minute mark, yeah, you're, you know, your attention span is gone and you're off to something else. So you don't really want to do that. And then uh, you go to step two, which is starting all over again. Just deciding on the task to be done or, you know, that type of thing. So after you do the four Pomodoros or the four timers, you take a longer break, which is about 15 to 30 minutes, and then you reset your check mark count to zero, and then you go back to step one. Um, Step two, of course, was setting the timer again for the 25 minutes, and, you know, you keep doing that until you're completed. So, you know, this helps me stay focused on the task at hand and I don't get sidetracked. And I also realize that within this, that I'm not a perfectionist um, and that um, I don't give myself a hard time um, even when I use that technique. But I do give it my all and I can and I really do the best that I can. And I really try 
to, you know, make it fun. And uh, I try to make it interesting, like with my writing, because I'm, you know, if I have to sit down and write, I say, you know what, Michelle, you need to, you have it set that you're going to write 500 words today, right? And sometimes if I'm not clicking on all cylinders and I'm like, yeah, how am I supposed to get this done? I'm not feeling 500. So I break it down and say, okay, why don't we just try a good 50 words for five minutes? Can we get 50 words for five minutes? And next thing you know, I look up and I've written 700 words in the next 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And my task is I've, I've overachieved, you know, what my task is. And, you know, and I really try to make it fun and interesting and, you know, in order for me to stay on track. So I know it's hard sometimes and what I'm telling you, you know, may sound better you know, easier said than done, um, especially when you don't want to do something. I get it. But when it seems like you rather watch paint dry than do the one thing you know you need to do, I've been there, it's time for you to put yourself in check. And what helped me through this is knowing that once I got it done, it was done and I can move on to the next thing. And that sense of accomplishment, that sense of conquering the one thing that I didn't really think I could accomplish or I've been putting off really, really sets me ablaze. So, you know, now the most important aspect of any of this is, of course, motivating yourself. Um, I can give you all the tips in the world, but if you aren't motivated to get it done, then everything I'm conveying to you is just really a waste, right? But these are the things that you have to sit down and talk to yourself about. You got to dig deep and you got to find your personal drive, your commitment, your initiative, and your optimism. It's about you. What are you doing for you? If you put tons of energy into other people, why wouldn't you put tons of energy into yourself? If you put tons of time into other people, your job, your loved ones, and everything else, why wouldn't you put the same type of energy into yourself? Aren't you important to you? You know, and this is where I'm going to leave it for you to think about. So if you don't do it now, then when? And you have to remember, you're the one that's on a limited allotted time. You just don't know. Hmm. Now that is something to think about. You've reached the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Introverted with Michelle Carey. And as with everything, I appreciate you. So if you love this episode, be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more enlightenment. And don't forget to check out my website at michellescarry.com and my blog at shellcarry.com. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunray Multimedia LLC, touching all parts of the universe. Join us next time for another edition of Introverted with Michelle Carey. Peace.